Welcome to Emergence Radio Talk, where you'll be inspired and motivated by the journeys of movers and shakers from all around the world and those who are occupying and taking dominion. Emergence Radio Talk with Dr. Tavara Johnson. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Emergence Radio Talk with your host, Dr. Tavara, and I am so excited for today's show. I'm telling you, I have an incredible guest speaker who is making an impact, and she will be sharing some nuggets on how she has emerged from her place of obscurity to dominate the sphere of influences that God would have given to her. And so welcome, Kokesha, and it is indeed a pleasure to have you here with me this evening. Thank you so much, Dr. Tavara. I am happy to be here. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking time, of course, out of your busy schedule, just to be able to empower our listening audience tonight and just to share some of what God um, is saying to you to be able to take our audience to a next level. But before we go ahead and get started with this awesome interview, I want you to tell our listeners, our listeners a bit of who you are. Yes, ma'am. So I am an encourager, a giver, and a teacher at heart. That's just who I am naturally, professionally. I am an author, writing coach, editor, self-publishing consultant, as well as a spiritual mindset coach. And um, I work full-time, so I am a parallelpreneur, basically, working a full-time job and also handling my business on the side um, and that's pretty much it. I just enjoy encouraging and, but honestly, more so challenging people to walk in their purpose. Awesome. Now, I know you mentioned that you are a spiritual mind coach, a mindset coach. Tell me, what made you choose this area of coaching, um, as well as why is it important to have the right mindset in life? So... I chose this. So when I started coaching, I, you know, there are so many different uh, fields and disciplines of coaching. So I am a, uh, a psychology major. I have a degree in psychology, and that's just the mindset has just always been something interesting to me. But going through my own personal uh, battles and just, you know, observing and working with other people, what I found is now really what most of our issues and struggles really boil down to is our mindset. Um, but I didn't want to just, but I am a unapologetically spiritual person, so, you know, that spiritual component had to be a part of it because it's not just what I found a lot of times what I, you know, and that's part of my coaching program is breaking free of the beliefs. Like we learn so much from our family, from other uh, guardians and other authoritative figures that we've grown up with. We've learned so much from them and adapted some of their belief systems and thought processes. But when with the spiritual mindset coaching part, it's like what does God say? Uh, who does God say that you are? What has God called you to do? How has God called you to believe? So that's where the spiritual part comes in, but the mindset is so important because if we have the wrong belief system, then that affects, that taints our thought process, which has obviously an effect on what we speak and what we do. But when we have the right belief system, then that's where the positivity comes in. That's where the 
trusting God and the faith and in spite of what the situation looks like comes in. So it's all about, you know, what is it that we believe that uh, that has a major effect on what we think, speak, and how we act. Wow. You know, I love the fact that you talked about including the spiritual side. Um, in most cases, a lot of times we try to do things without the spiritual side or without God, and any time we do that, we pretty much set ourselves up for failure. And I do believe, um, especially those who are coaching, you should have a connection with God or a relationship with God because it, it makes it that much easier sometimes to be able to coach your clients because, you know, yes, you have the, you know, the teachings or the things that you would have learned, but whenever you could get strategies from God, it, it really sets it apart and you're really able to take your client or your coach or your, your client or your mentee um, definitely to that next level. And so I love the fact that you talked about that as well as you added that. And then you being a psychology major studying um, psychology, I think it's only right or fitting, you know, that you did the mindset. And so it actually um, pretty much intertwines or interconnects with exactly what it is that you are doing in terms of your calling. Now, Kokisha, I know even though you are a woman, a part of your ministry is geared towards men, what made you decide to venture in this area or what events might have transpired causing you to venture into this area in terms of having a ministry that is also geared towards men? Thank you for that question. And that is, I will not say that I have something profound, a uh, profound answer for that. All I know is it was, it's not an easy assignment, uh, it came to me probably to the beginning, actually, of 2018 that my target audience or that the people that I would most likely serve would be men. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't serve women because I am part of the women's ministry geared towards women, but this is the one. But ministering, empowering, uplifting men is the one that just really touches my soul, touches my heart, um, and again, it has not been uh, an easy assignment to accept, but that's when I kind of really felt, uh, when I believe I felt the call for was in 2018. But it's taken me uh, this long. As you'll hear with most people when they hear something, it's like, I don't feel like I'm qualified for this, disciplined enough. Or, you know, we have so many excuses like, God, are you sure you got the right person for this type of assignment? But it's not so much as me trying to tell a man, so to speak, how to be a man, but more so just a matter of encouraging and reminding men of who they are uh, to God in his initial um, authority, his initial assignment for them as men, so to speak. So um, so that's really what it is, just helping men to walk in their purpose. You know, it's definitely for the men who feel defeated and frustrated or who are transitioning back into life, maybe out of prison or some uh, type of rehab or something, but it's specifically for those men. Uh, you know, the ones people sometimes overlook uh, because of their past or men who have gone through situations or done things that make them feel like um, they're not qualified enough or that God can't use them. So that's what it really, you know, boils down to in 
why men? Because, you know, a lot of times we hear in society that men are the leaders of the family. So it's like kind of going to the source to mm-hmm. fix what's been broken, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I like that. You know, going to the source to fix what's been broken. Because to be honest, um, when we look around, we more so see a lot of women being coached or mentored and yes. Uh, versus the men, um, and, you know, so it, it's almost like we are preparing the women, but you're kind of leaving the men behind, and then the women are complaining <laughs> that the men aren't up to par or <laughs> up to standard, but, you know, someone has to deal with them. Um, you know, they still have to right. and empowered also, too. Um, I think we get to the place, especially as women, we always feel that because, the man is a man, or the man should be the leader or the head, or that men are macho, so to speak, that they don't have feelings, um, you know, they don't desire some of the things that, that we do. You know, it's just that they have a bit more pride, so they won't necessarily say, like a woman would be more forthcoming to say, hey, I need help sometimes, versus a man saying that. And I think because of because they mask that, it actually um, causes women to sometimes feel like they don't have the same type of feelings that we have as well. Now, with you dealing with the with the men, or having you know uh, also a man's ministry, are there any challenges in terms of you know the man respecting you? Because sometimes it's hard for a man to res- when I say respect in terms of respecting a woman to tell them certain things or encourage them. Um, do you find that it, it's hard, or there are challenges with that? That you do you encounter any of that? So, so let me share too. The name of the uh, ministry is Humbled by His Grace Ministries, and that the question that you're asking, those reasons have actually been some of the things that hindered me in even starting the ministry. You know, uh, as you shared about the women's, like I could have easily started a women's ministry or did something that serves the women and just be, you know, part of what's already out there for women. So, you know, that's one of the things to look at, too. You know, God doesn't always call us to what's easy. Um, but, again, I am, this is a new ministry, but just having worked with men in the past, uh, I know that those are some issues that will come up, uh, some issues that I just have to be careful of, is, you know, just being a woman myself and knowing uh, my limitations, knowing what I, you know, had to overcome in the past and uh, keeping God in the forefront. And also, but the key thing for me to remember with this men's ministry is that, you know, it's not about me and it's about sharing the love and the grace of God. That's what's most important. So, yes, of course, and that's what, and with anything, you're going to run into people who are not going to agree with what you say or agree with your approach. And, yes, I understand that there will be some men who will not take to having a woman coach. And, you know, obviously this service or the services that I provide may not be for them. But at the same time, um, when you are walking in your calling according to God's instructions and his directions, you'd be surprised at how people's mindset changes, where someone may be totally against a woman coach or getting coaching, period, you never know how God will uh, soften their heart to receive what's being said. 
So while I understand that there would definitely be some issues as far as, you know, not just coming from a woman coach, but, you know, uh, being coached, period, a lot of men uh, don't understand that or, you know, just like may see that as therapy, like I'm not going to therapy, that's not something that they grew up believing, but at the same time, um, the services are available. And, you know, whatever problems arise, it's not, you know, take it to God and just be open. You know, again, I could have easily chosen a women's ministry where, you know, everything pretty much go okay, but, you know, God's glory shows up more when we do things that are not as easy, so to speak. So there are definitely some challenges to consider um, and to be prayerful about and to have someone covering me with and just, you know, kind of walking me with. So definitely, again, like I say, a lot of those things you mentioned were things that I considered before, you know, walking into this, like, Lord, what about this? What about that? Uh, I don't understand. Um, So it's a matter of being prayerful, fasting, and remember why I'm doing this. You know, there's that, you know, have to take that self-component out of it, so to speak. Like, this is not about me. This is God's assignment. This is God's work. Awesome. I love the fact that you talk about, you know, you have to be prayerful uh, why you're doing it and take self out of it. Um, I think any time we begin to think about self, that is when we, you know, we see all of these, what we see as inadequacies, and, um, you know, and all of that actually causes us not to, you know, be able to move forward. And so I want to say to anyone who may be listening tonight, um, well, two things. You know, if you are a man and you're listening and you desire to obtain coaching or mentoring, you know, go ahead and reach out to Karkisha, and she will be able to assist you the best way that she can um, as well. And, um, of course, if there's something that God is asking you to do, it may seem difficult or hard. Um, it may seem as though it go against the grain, but still go ahead. If that is what he's calling you to do, so go ahead and do it. Because, of course, it's for his honor and his glory. And, of course, you just never know how God will expand your territory sometimes just by you walking into the things that he is calling you to do. Now, uh, Kokesha, I know that you are an author of numerous books, um, including Humble by Grace, um, The Lost Coin, Finding the Missing Piece, and your most recent release is From the Heart of God to the Hearts of Men. I want you to share with us a little bit about your latest book as well as how you got into writing. Because I know you mentioned that you're like a you you're a writing coach and you do so many things as it relates to writing. How did you get into writing as well? So I've actually been writing since a child. It was kind of a an outlet, so to speak. You know, writing poetry, uh, letters, and things like that. So initially, it started out as just an outlet. You know, when I was upset about something, I I would write, uh, which is what a lot of people do. Only you know they journal now. Um, so it started then. Uh, my first book, Humble by Grace, I actually wrote in 2013, which happened to be the first year of a three-year unemployment phase. Um, so that's where the book writing actually started. And then so I released one in 2013 and then another one last year. And then, of course, uh, the anthology that you mentioned, The Lost Coin, Finding the Missing Piece. So I've uh, been writing for a while. I never actually thought that I would be an author, 
uh, you know, again, it just started out as writing as a way to release what I was feeling, to release my emotions. But over time, I have come to enjoy, but also realize that um, my writing is to really share the love and the grace of God. So, you know, it is specific in that I am reaching out to people who are uh, struggling with different situations. Again, you know, my business name, my other business name is Be Accelerated Into Purpose. And one of the things that I've found is that a lot of people are, don't uh, accelerate into purpose or are stuck or don't know what their purpose is because of uh, certain situations that they've gone through, certain belief systems, and uh, feeling like they're not enough. So my writing, you will find, talks a lot about the love and the grace of God and how he takes the underdog, how he takes the one that's overlooked, how he takes the prodigal sons and the ones with all these, uh, with the checkered past and turns them into something great. So with my books, my writing focuses on helping people to acknowledge where they fall short but then also how to come out of that and how to see themselves as God sees them and, and then, you know, start walking into their purpose. Wow. What I'm realizing now that most people who seem to be writing from a very young age of <laughs> a very long time tend to be uh, writers. They seem to like to really write a lot of books. Um, you know, and you mentioned about you writing from a young age. Of course, it would have been, you know, to as an outlet. But then now you're just writing so many books. I know, I know you had mentioned, or I saw in your bio, whereas you were writing for a, a magazine. You know, and so I want to say to anyone who may be listening, you know, if you would have been writing from a very young age, chances are, and especially if you love to do it, you know, you love writing. Um, you know, if you haven't gotten that book out yet and you know you need to get that book out, this is the time, you know, go ahead and get it out. Um, you know, and just also also find ways in which you can utilize your writing skills um, as well. And so thank you so much for that, um, Kokisha, for sharing, um, you know, that powerful nugget. Now, I know for you, you know, clearly you believe in investing in yourself, um, to ensure that you are more than equipped to help others that you will be coaching. Um, I know many people like to say that God or the Holy Spirit which will teach them, which I know he does give us strategies because he's all-knowing God. But why do you think that supplemental learning or teaching is important? Because I hear a lot of people who say that, you know, God is going to teach them. They don't have to you know, seek a mentor or they don't have to, you know, do reading or, they, you know, they, they just don't want to do anything other than just um, praying to God, which is nothing wrong with that, and obtaining strategies. But why do you think that supplemental learning is also key or also important? I think the supplement or, you know, additional learning outside of the Bible and just, you know, hearing from God is important because, well, for one, he gave us teachers and mentors for us to go to and learn from and glean from who have more perspective or more experience than we do. Uh, you know, a lot of times we tend to, if we didn't seek outside reference, obviously with discernment, um, we would be left to our own interpretation of things. You know, but when we connect with other people, when we, uh, and whether it's from a teaching 
standpoint or, you know, being mentored or investing in yourself to learn more, whatever the case may be, but when we would connect with other people, then that opens our eyes to different perspectives. Like, for instance, I talked from the book Think Differently, and in that particular book, it talks more so about changing our thought process. But when I had, but I, before I talked from that book, I actually went through additional certifications regarding me being a spiritual mindset coach. So I went through CBT and RBT, and through those coaching classes, I learned more about uh, belief systems. So had I not taken those classes, I would have been teaching people more so about, okay, change your thoughts, change your thinking pattern. But it, there's actually a step further where it's actually changed your belief system, then your thought process can change. So, again, so see how had I not invested in a different class, then I would have been stuck in this. So um, it's not that we can't rely solely on God, but we also have to understand, again, he gives us different resources to learn. Now, with that, you just have to be discerning of, is this the right person for me to connect with? Uh, But, again, different investing in different programs and connecting with different people, it opens your mind. It gives you a different perspective, things that we don't see because of how we've grown up. You know, we have to be careful and acknowledge that we all have different prejudices and biases where, oh, well, this is all I've known, so this is what I'm going to stick with. And if you stay there, then obviously you stay stuck, meaning when you start teaching other people, you're teaching them a one paradigm or one dimension type of thinking when it's so much more to it than that. So, um, so it's important to utilize the other resources that God has given us. You know, that's why we have teachers and encouragers and pastors and uh, elders, you know, to go to and different business people that we can uh, seek for more information because, you know, you have to get outside of self. You know, there's so much more than what we know personally. We don't know everything, but other people can open our eyes, even if you don't agree with it, but at least you have a different perspective and understanding because who God calls us to, not like me being called to men or whoever you may be called to, you may not know every single thing about them. So guess what? I need to connect with other people who would give me some kind of insight on how to minister to men. And um, you know, I just loved I just loved how you how you broke that down and you explained it because, you know, a lot of people, like you said, we we all grow up in different um communities or different homes and so we will see things if you're not careful or if you don't seek um outside guidance or or, or training or whatever you wanna call it, um, it will limit it it you really would limit yourself. And so I like the fact that you would have explained that and why it's necessary to Basically, um, you know why it's necessary, and it's okay to obtain to obtain other um, types of learning or, or training. Now, I know for you, I know you mentioned you're a nine to five, but you still are an entrepreneur. And one of the things, obviously, you would have learned to do is how to monetize uh, based on your God-given talents, whatever God is calling you to do, or whatever strategies that He would have given to you. Now, what advice would you give to those emerging entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs on the whole as it relates to doing business even in a pandemic? So doing business 
uh, even in a pandemic. Um, one thing you have to be clear of, because, you know, a lot of people, being in this space, you know, where everybody, a lot of things have shut down, and so maybe some things God has been calling you to do, now you actually can do. Uh, one of the things, uh, my advice to people would be, first of all, you know, what I've had to learn the hard way a couple of times is make sure you ask God and make sure you listen to his response. Um, next, I would tell people, you know, be careful, um, especially when you're a new entrepreneur and wanting to start something, it's easy to get caught up in what's trending or what this expert says and what this expert says. So, And that's where prayer is really necessary, fasting and praying for clarification. Okay, Lord, I see this person here, I see this person there, and I see this person over here, but who is it that you want me to connect with? So that's uh, one of the things that I would also share too because I know it was, it's easy to get caught up in, oh, this person is connected to this person or this person uh, is well-known and well uh, has all of these ratings and all of these followers. You know, sometimes it's easy to get caught up in that, but it's important to consider, okay, that's all fine and dandy, but, Lord, what are you calling me to? So that's the biggest thing. Seek God and wait. Wait for what he is telling you to do and how to uh, and wait for his instructions on how to go about it. My name be accelerated in the purpose that was originated or coined from a sermon that I was listening to by Pastor Gray, the humbled by his ministries that was named because of my book, but also because of how I feel by the love and grace of God that he's shown me. So a lot of things, you know, uh, stay in tune uh, spiritually to for your direction. So that would be my advice. You know, just be careful that you don't get caught up with what other people are doing or feel like you have to be connected to somebody that's got this many followers. You know, God may want you to connect to somebody that doesn't have a lot uh, for many different reasons. Uh, you have to... Understand that when you're starting your business, also knowing where you are. Uh, and here's what I mean when I say that. Um, one of the things I had to learn was not to get caught up in likes and follows and that type of thing and being okay with uh, going live and not having an audience. Why? Because one of the things I dealt with coming up was Wanted needing to be validated, people-pleasing. So a lot of times as you are building something new, it may not be what you think it should be, but also consider what God is teaching you in the process. So know that there's always a process as well when you start building something, not just the process of building a business, but the process of being mentally and spiritually prepared for what it is that God is getting ready to send you into. That is powerful. I love that you mentioned that, you know, you have to be prayerful, you know, praying and fasting for clarifications. And, of course, not really watching other people, because I know a lot of people, they do get caught up in likes and, and followers and 
connections and maybe I need to connect with this person because this person could take me to another level. <laughs> you know, and sometimes, you know, God is going to do it himself or he will give you that, that strategy to go ahead and do it. And the fact that you talked about building, you know, in the, the, the building process, of course, new um, businesses, and, you know, everyone, you're excited, you're ready to get this business off the ground, and it may not turn out for the first month or two or three months, you know, the way that you may want it to be. But I like the fact that you mentioned in terms of knowing or seeing how God is even building you within that process. What is it that he's trying to teach you um, within that within that um, process, especially in the beginning? So thank you so much um, uh, for that. And another thing I want to say to you, I want to ask you, you know, um, I'm sure you would have journeyed through a lot of things in life, and if you could have gotten the opportunity to go back in time and do some stuff differently, you probably would. Um, With that being said, what advice would you give to your younger self to help you to navigate through life a bit more effectively? Wow. Um, And I've heard that question so many times and been asked that question. Um, What advice would I give to my younger self? And the only thing that comes to mind is to be okay being you, be okay being different. Be okay being different. You don't have to do what everybody else is doing or get caught up in being accepted. Um, Yeah, be okay being different. You know, I think that's key, well, both of them that you mentioned, in terms of being okay being you. Because sometimes people try to be other people and they're not graced for what other for what you know the other people are called for and then you talk about being okay with being different you know if you if of course if you're different it allows you to probably even take on a different niche that other persons don't have and within that niche whatever god would be calling you to because you are different or he gave you a different calling one that is not i wouldn't use the word i wouldn't really say popular but one that is in uh you know that a lot of people aren't are doing you know, that could be the strategy for you to maybe be the next multi-millionaire. I mean, you just never know, you know. And so I, I do, uh, um, you know, thank you for that for that explanation because that is very key. And, you know, of course, for you, you're a woman. I know with us women, we have so many going on. We wear so many hats. You know, we multi-talented, multi-faceted. And, um, you know, sometimes it's hard to remain grounded or rooted or even balanced, but what are some of the ways or some of the things that you do to maintain balance in your life as well as just self-care? Because, you know, self-care is very important. We, we are, um, I, I know a lot of people, we like this, um, sometimes we like to say team, no sleep, meaning you're not sleeping, you, you know, you're just working so hard. But why is that probably not okay and why is, you know, it's important to balance and even maintain self-care? So when it comes to maintaining balance, self-care is definitely important. Uh, And another thing that I would actually add to self-care that I actually teach on and and such uh, advocate for, and, yeah, I I say it a lot, is Um, self-reflection. A lot of times we, again, kind of going back to who we're connected to while we're doing what we're doing, a lot of times – it is necessary to, especially at the end of your day, 
to take a moment to just self-reflect and consider what was your day like. Did you get upset with someone? Did someone um, say or do something that made you upset? Did somebody rub you the wrong way? Could you have responded differently than you reacted? What could have been done differently throughout your day? What could you have said differently? Uh, maybe you ignored somebody and passed them and didn't say anything. Why? So when we self-reflect, you know, that kind of helps with why we do the things we do, uh, and that would help. That can help with balance because a lot of times you may find that, oh, I did this because I wanted to be seen. I did this because uh, I wanted to be heard. I did this because of who was around me. I felt this way because of faulty belief system. But when we self-reflect and acknowledge where we fall short again, then that's where we can learn to find balance because then you realize, oh, hey, I don't have to do this because I was doing it for the wrong reason or I had the wrong motive behind it. I don't have to be this person anymore. And when you start let, taking off those different labels or expectations, then, you know, you get back to being who you are at the core, who God called you to be, and you uh, get into a better sense of peace, so to speak, where you realize, like, all the stuff that I've been doing, I really don't need to do that. And then you find that you actually have more time for self-care. You have more time to spend with family. You have more me time. You find that there's a greater balance because you let some things go that you were doing that you really didn't need to be doing, but you were doing it for the wrong reason. Mm, I like that. I like that. You know, so really, in essence, the self-care, um, it helps you to, sorry, the self-reflection, it helps you to really peel off that, peel off those layers. And I think that is key because a lot of times, sometimes, I, I, I do believe that we really sit down and think about some of the things that we, how you explain it, what, we, what we've done, why we were upset, and we really get to the core of it, we would realize that some of those things we really didn't, we really didn't need to do. And I like the fact that you talked about um, self-reflection, being able to allow you more time, you know, of course, because you wouldn't spend so much time um, pretty much on the necessary things when you do self-reflection. And so thank you so much for that, Kokisha. I really appreciate, um, you know, what you, had, what you deposited tonight with our listening audience. And so thank you again for joining me tonight to empower and, emot- and to motivate and inspire our listening audience but I want you to let our listening audience know of any upcoming events or projects that you may have and how they can stay connected with you. Yes, ma'am, and before I begin, just thank you so much for even allowing me to uh, be on your platform and uh, speak to your listeners, so thank you again for that. Um, As far as connecting with me, um, they can connect with me at kokishlashon.com, K-O-C-Y-S-H-A, L-A-S-H-A-U-N.com, and on any social media platform, Facebook, WordPress, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, is all Kokesh LaShawn as well. As far as upcoming projects, so I did just announce a new book on uh, February 14th on Valentine's Day that will be released next month on the 12th, which is actually my dad's birthday. And the name of the book, which you actually mentioned earlier, is From the Heart of God to the Hearts of Men. And it is a book that is targeting men to speak to the hearts of men. So that is my ongoing project right now that I will have, uh, again, that will be coming out. Official release date is next month, March 12th. Awesome. And 
course, congratulations for all of what you have going on and what you're doing and much success to you on your book, which I know you will definitely have. And again, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to today's amazing show with my special guest, Kokisha LaShawn. Be sure to join me every Tuesday for another episode of Emergence Radio Talk where you will be inspired to emerge, occupy, and take dominion. Once again, I'm your host, Dr. Devara Johnson, and be sure to connect and stay connected with me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter under the social media handle, Tavara Johnson, or visit my website at www.tavarajohnson.com for more updates, projects, mentoring programs, or anything that you desire. So go ahead and connect with me. Just send me an email, or even you can send me an inbox, and I look forward to connecting with you. Blessings, everyone, and have a wonderful evening. Thank you for tuning in to Emergence Radio Talk. For more information on Emergence Radio Talk, Emergence Mentorship Program, or Women to Women Mentoring Program, be sure to visit www.tavarajohnson.com. If you would like to be a guest on our show, email us at info at or follow us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope. That's Tavara Johnson. Stay connected and updated on all upcoming events. Until next time, thank you for joining.